Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Before we get into this week's show, of course we want to give a wonderful uh, thank you to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Smokin' Jay's Barbecue. Uh, if you've never tried it, you've got to give it a shot, whether it's at one of our live events at the Odeon, or maybe you've got something going on and you need it catered. We definitely recommend Smokin' Jay's Barbecue. Follow them on social media at Smokin' underscore Jay's, J-A-Y-S, B-B-Q. And especially if you are in the Maslin area, uh, they've got a spot and go check them out. You can pick up some stuff from them. Uh, the events, if you have one and you want it catered and you've got some people who are not into eating meat, don't you worry. They've got some vegan options, some vegetarian options. They will cater literally to all of your needs. So check out Smokin' Jay's Barbecue. And, of course, thanks to the merger of Smartmark Video and IWTV, watching AIW has never been easier. You can go to smartmarkvideo.com and purchase a DVD of any AIW show that has ever been put out on DVD or MP4. It's all there available for you. You can also download the MP4s if digital is the way that you like to go. And if you're more into streaming platforms, then go to IWTV, download the app for independentwrestling.tv, and sign up using the code ABSOLUTE so they know that you got sent there from us is $9.99 a month. Not only do you get to watch a rotating archive of AIW shows, plus our live streamed events, but there are plenty of other independent wrestling promotions on there as well. Plus, there are interviews and other series, like docu-series on there. Fantastic thing to check out on IWTV, so make sure you do that if you are an independent wrestling fan. And our biggest sponsor, of course, we want to thank. Uh, they helped make Absolution at the Tadmore Shrine a success. Thanks to Royal Docks Brewing and specifically their Backyard Crusher. It was a featured beer at the Tadmore Shrine. Everybody enjoyed it that tried it. So a big thanks to them. And uh, it, it sold out. It sold out. That was the next thing I was about to say. So uh, amazing. It must be that good. Uh, there you have it. And... Then, of course, uh, our friends uh, over at Great Lakes Geek Fest, who are the big promoters of this week's Great Lakes WrestleFest, which we will get into on this episode. And we'll talk a little bit about Absolution 15. Uh, but before we get into those things, we want to welcome our uh, our panel here, so to speak. Uh, as always, AIW owner John Thorne is here. And yeah, I guess I guess people didn't miss me too much, according to uh, Ronald Two Legs. <laughs> and Ronald Two Legs is here. People really flapping their gums at, at the show, I guess. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. Yeah, uh, Ronald Two Legs is back. He doesn't have to sit in the uh, the host chair because uh, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. But we've got a, a three man crew going on here for the first time in a while, and. And two legs part of the fold here now with, with the full the full roster, I guess. All I said I was... I see myself out. Someone told me that it, you and I, Steve, did a good job on the review show. And he was like, oh, well, fuck me, then, I guess, right? <laughs> uh, so that's good. It's a sensitive guy. You don't know that, Ronald Two Legs. You got to... You gotta watch you out. Are, you guys are gonna regret that. I tried to just put, you know, put my me and you over the tiniest bit, Steve, and yep, fucked myself real good there. Well, you obviously don't know John Thorne very well. You can't put yourself over to John Thorne. I can't. I haven't that's, been around too long. I don't know. I didn't know. That's the like there ain't a, rule number There ain't one. a person that's ever been over in my eyes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about you Scott? Scotty Scott Norton? 
No, Hall. Which, Scott Hall. Oh, Scott Hall. He's pretty over. Oh yeah, he, he can. Yeah, he can put himself over. There you you can't. No, I'm just saying. You said means, nobody. Means, I'm just saying, Uncle. Scott. He means people that he didn't like look up to growing up. Oh, I got like <laughs> yeah, like us peasants. I got you. Yeah, no peers or uh, <laughs> people he works with. You know, none of that. Remember that Britt Baker pop? Yes. Yeah, none of that. Don't put her over. It wasn't even over for John Thorne. Nah, it could have been better. <laughs> uh, before we talk about everything, uh, Thorne, you missed it last week, but I was here, so we brought back the shout-out segment. And, oh, uh, fuck me. That's right, pal. It's back again. So, big shout-out big shout out to uh, Backyard Crusher. I know we already gave one to Royal Docs, but another one, because it sold out, everybody loved it. It was a great addition, and uh, they brought some beers for everybody in the back to take home with them. So that was fun and exciting. <laughs> well, it was, be, it was supposed to be locker room beers, but uh, we got in a little trouble <laughs> with that. We did, yeah. But, uh, you know, some people took them home. It's fine. And I have a sneaking suspicion that all those beers that made their way into my trunk, uh, maybe making, them in, uh, making their way into the... the locker room barn or whatever it is we're using this saturday oh okay good good to know everybody will be happy about that during the fonzie hardcore tournament uh also a big shout out to uh we do this far too often but for good reason uh jeremy and uh of course patty who took care of everybody there was a lot of blood shed at absolution 15 and thank goodness we have the two of them there uh, to patch everybody up because, wow, that was ridiculous. And also, shout out to the students who had to mop all of that up afterwards. That was a lot of cleanup. Yeah. That was a lot you know what I'm not going to shout out, though, Steve? Yeah, go for it. Uh, the uh, uncharged uh, walkie-talkie in the gorilla area <laughs> in which when uh, whoever was cleaning the ring was uh, – really uh being lackadaisical about it and i was screaming into a walkie-talkie that apparently i later discovered was not even charged steve get in the fucking ring this is taking forever just let's go and i was like why is he not listening to me i was <laughs> losing my mind i was like steve get in the fucking ring i kept screaming it and i was like what the why, why is he ignoring me and i started screaming from the curtain steve get in the fucking ring and then it, it Turned out that that wasn't even charged. You weren't even hearing me, so I couldn't. I couldn't even be mad at you. I instead uh, turned my anger to uh, Porter O'Shea, uh, Jake Clemens, and uh, the refs who were supposed to make sure that uh, all of the uh, audio uh, equipment is readily available at my disposal, and it was not. Which from what so. match was that? I don't know. What one that seemed to take forever to to sweep. Uh, oh, it was the first one because that kid was taking the one of the student. I, I think it was Tuan. I think it was, I think it was Tuan and Justice, yeah. and I was like, yeah. Jesus, we have uh, a long night. Let's go. Yeah. So plus, there, yeah, there's only four cords uh, that charge them all, and there's like a weird rotation of ones that are actually charged, ones that so, there's like. Two oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you there. I'm gonna interrupt you there, Ronald Tulix, because there used to be a gigantic charging system oh, yeah, that could charge them all at once that apparently is missing. So there's like I was just gonna say, there's only as far as I know of those little black cords that come out of the white box. There's only four black cords. There was left. something completely different than the white box. It was like a. Like a, a cordless phone charger for that fit them all. It was like a big industrial uh, 
could charge them all at once that apparently is missing. Yeah, I have no idea what that is or where it is, but when I get there and take the microphones out of that thing, I try to plug all those in for everybody. I didn't know someone was in charge of it, but i just been plugging all that shit in. But as far as I know, there's like two of those walkie-talkies don't charge at all. I think the batteries might be fucked on them. Hmm. think only four of them actually charge but i could be wrong oh, but good. i haven't been around lo- long i'm just you know what i mean i'm just what's there in front of me so it's good i've spent hundreds of dollars on them and then i had to get all new earpieces because those all got lost at the prior to the it had to be 3d oh boy i see i hang on to mine i keep mine in my bag i keep it with me so i, I don't, don't have that one. issue so <laughs> Yeah. You may continue your, your shouting about it. I just had to go on that little rant there. <laughs> he was uh, fucking screaming, though, too. And then we kind of looked around her and I'm like, well, who's got a radio back? Somebody tell him in the ring because this one don't fucking work. Somebody did. Yeah. Was, event, I think eventually communicate to me. But even I was like, so I was out there and I was trying to tell the, the kids, I was like, hey, let's let's go, you guys. Like, what are, what are we doing here? We got to go. We got to go. And eventually I was like, all right, just. This is what it is. I'm gonna kick all these bigger pieces off. Uh, it's it's. Um, I'll tell you, it's quite the task to teach people how to sweep. Uh, that's. I got um, a leaf blower. You think we should bring that? That could might maybe help. Get some is it a, is it electric or is it? Uh, um, yeah, it runs on a battery. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's not gas, you don't even want those fumes in the building. No, but. no, like a d- drill battery. You plug like one of the drill. Yeah. On. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Uh, what other shout outs? Shout out to, uh, the upper deck. Good times there. I'm going to go on another rant, Steve. You're really fucking bringing it out in me today. <laughs> well, I'm not shouting out the upper deck. We haven't again, been able to I got charged a cover charge. Yeah. $5. Again, I got, again, I got a cover Tried charge. Tried to charge me twice. And I was like, I am not paying. Come on. And she was like, all right, go ahead. And Steve was just looking around confused. We, we need, uh, you know, to, it's going to be a while until we're back at the Tadmore Shrine. I think we're not back until October, but we need to find a, a an official place to go that is not the upper deck because uh, I got a lot of I got a lot of issues. It's a, it's a great location. It looks cool. Five dollars. Don't like it. Don't like that. Uh, it's a one forty five a.m. They say the bar is closed. Gotta go. And they just push you right out the door. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't get there until like twelve thirty, twelve forty five. Yeah. And that's wild because that place was fucking packed. So that makes me surprised that they pushed all those people and all that money out the door because you could have collected a lot more in the next forty-five minutes. You know what I mean? Well, you, well you don't need uh, all that all that money when you just collect five bucks before they even get in there. Right? Must be why. Yeah. Uh, well, my personal shout out from the upper deck is a uh, they have a gumball machine. Big fan of gumballs, and uh, the the bartenders where we went inside took good care of us and. It was very nice. They were on top of things there. We were in the not-so-crowded bar, got some uh, mozzarella sticks real fast, and, uh, you know, I was good shocked to go. by that. I was like, you I were, turned you around, were like, so... Because like, <laughs> there was people everywhere. It was fucking madness, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get some mozzarella sticks. I'm like, okay, to fucking yeah, see how long this takes. And before you know it, you had one left, and I was like, holy shit, you already kind of ate them and got them? Or like, what the fuck is happening? And you're like, yeah, man, I know people. I'm going to give you a shout out, Steve, because I was really hungry and I took one of those mozzarella sticks. I was, and it <laughs> brought me back to life. I was just going to say, I said I didn't get to eat all of my mozzarella sticks. I had to make sure I gave one up. Yeah, because I got uh, I, I got a little too into those uh, backyard crushers at the uh, Shrine concession stand. There, uh, mm. I hit I hit it hard. 
and uh you know i go through my i go through kind of my phases you know where I, i'm not a beer guy then i then you know sometimes you really want a beer like mainly at like a, a show you just want a beer you know what i mean and uh man those were going down so nice and easy <laughs> it was a little dangerous uh so i was kind of I was kind of happy that they uh, sold out. They sold out like around intermission. So then, oh wow! I didn't I didn't want to switch the Bud Light. So then, you know, it gave me gave me some time to to level out a little bit by the end of the show. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Johnny Gargano. He was cool. He was fun to hang out with. He, I felt like he. Uh, he gave a lot of people his time back there. The wrestlers, the people were, you know, talking to him. He watched a lot of matches. He was a cool guy. I like it, you know? Yeah. Also, a big yeah. shout out to Johnny because he was not going to talk or do anything. And then all I did was introduce him at intermission. And uh, the live fans got a nice little extended promo and chatter from Johnny. So that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, he kind of um, was like a de facto agent on Saturday night. And, uh, really took his time with pretty much every single match and uh you know gave his input watched the whole show as soon as people would come through the curtain he would uh give them feedback and input and you know just his perspective on different things and uh, especially for it being such a relatively young card full of you know just newer wrestlers for the mm-hmm. most part um it was an invaluable experience for all of them to kind of be able to get that uh feedback you know live real time you know from somebody that knows exactly what they're talking about so uh i will also use that as uh my shout out as well because it was uh so great for all of them to be able to uh experience that and get that feedback and uh you know it it can it can only make you better right yeah uh he's a big fan of tuan calling people goofballs dude found that in well that was uh that was a you know (laughs) that was kind of a special moment actually because you you didn't get to experience that steve but uh tuan came back and he's pretty emotional when he saw Johnny at the monitor and um, he told, he told Johnny in front of, and he said in front of everybody, he said it was his dream, you know, since he became a wrestler, it was his dream for Johnny Gargano to watch one of his matches. And not only did he watch it, he was there live to see it. And uh, Tuan almost kind of broke down crying a little bit. You know, he was very uh, emotional and uh, very moved by that. So uh, yeah, just, that's a little, you know, quite literally peek behind the curtain there. Yeah, wow. he you could tell he meant, and I almost wasn't going to say that whole part because, you know, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, what's just for us. And, you know, I haven't been around so much, but he really meant that shit. And when he, we, and we, because like you said, he didn't just like say it to Johnny or he, he let everyone know, like, that was a special moment for me. And he got the dub too, like that, you know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. big. Like, and then John even referenced it later in the night. He's like, "Yeah, we got to watch Tuan wrestle again." And then Tuan was like, "Man, come on, don't hype me!" Like he was, he was, he was feeling it. There was a lot of good moments. Uh, there was a lot of good moments at Abso. It was Saturday was sweet. Oh, so many feel good moments for sure. And and uh, I know we'll get into them, but uh, uh, real quick, big shout out to Pedro, uh, who was so instrumental as he always is, but in multiple things in particular at Absolution. Um, 
you know, loved on Twitter. People are like, who's this guy with the bare hands doing barbed wire? Like, hey, that's Pedro, you know, Dude. CFO of uh, AIW right there, man. Uh, doing what Pedro does and making sure that everything uh, can go according to plan. Um, you know, the 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 mind behind the uh, the building of the the Duke entrance, making sure the Duke entrance goes off. Pedro, right? Uh so. I mean, what just what are the, just an in, invaluable mm-hmm. part of the team, right? Yeah, like um, just I actually like even he's even the last guy to leave at the end of the end of the night, and you know I'm I'm there and I'm like he's sweating and he's you know mopping up blood and I'm like dude come here he's like what's wrong what's wrong i was like i just want you to stop for a second like just take a breath man you know what i mean like let's just you know we did it we pulled it off like let's take a take a second you know what i mean like and uh you know there's students and all these other people that that can help with this stuff and you know he's just uh such an invaluable part of the team um you know so thankful for everything that he does like it seriously like works tirelessly mm-hmm. uh to make sure all this stuff goes off without a hitch you know and uh has to you know deal with uh my just spur of the moment like oh i forgot to tell you about this person that's on the show you know and <laughs> um you know he you know he figures out the money and he makes the seating charts and he does all this other little stuff that you would never guess um you know, we made a joke about the Duke on a throne and uh, literally within one hour, Pedro had gone, bought all the materials and uh, woodworked and built that entire thing within like an hour. Uh, <laughs> just that's another funny Gargano story. He said he looked and he said, I think the friggin Duke's entrance cost more than all of my absolution paydays added up, which is a, a Direct quote from him when that was going on. He's yeah. like, he's like, what the heck, man? The Duke's entrance caused more than I've ever made at Absolution. This is crazy. This place has changed since 2016. The, the best part is he didn't even say he said it. I won't say it now, but Thorne said a dollar amount how much it cost, and Johnny looked disgusted. And it's not even a lot of money. It's like it wasn't crazy. And he's like, that's more than all of my AIW paydays altogether. But yeah, too. Hey, you're th- the shark. When I, when we built that shark, I was like, man, that's pretty sick. And then the very next thing, he builds that fucking throne. Like the guy just is always one upping himself. Like he's the fucking Pedro's the man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great to have him on board. Somebody, somebody had a picture. Somebody took a picture of the Duke when they were like walking. He's like holding up the the one finger, and you can see everyone in it. And somebody was like, man, Pedro looks like he's really regretting this choice because he looked like so angry to be like, oh, I don't know, just in the moment, like you know, if you get a still of somebody, sometimes they could just have a look on their face, and Pedro just looks so angry. You know, he wasn't probably, but it's just it's a funny photo. Uh, Thorn, do you wanna do you wanna shout out your uh, Italian American friend who unfortunately passed away this week? Oh. oh, Paul Servino or Paul whatever. Servino. <laughs> I know you're and a big fan of those Italian Americans on television and cinema. Yeah, it is. It is a bad year to be a uh, an Italian American icon of uh, cinema and television, right? Like uh, yeah. Ray Liotta, uh, Tony Sirico, aka Paulie Walnuts, uh, James Caan. I mean, it's yeah. it's bad. They're dropping you know? like flies. Joe Pesci better fucking. 
Better start taking a multivitamin or something. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, Joe Pesci. I wonder how he's doing. Maybe he's already dead. Oh, God, don't say that. that in a while. Let's, let's hope not. Uh, all right, enough of the shout-outs. We're deep into this episode. Jesus. <laughs> Kim Bishop's going to be mad because the shout-out segment's too long. Oh, no. Uh, so into the into this, we talked. I mean, we've we've talked a little bit about absolution. We've given you some peeks behind the curtain. Uh, what an incredible night! Uh, I guess uh, truly the final shout out though is is to you fans who showed up and packed out the Tadmore Shrine uh, because it, it, what an atmosphere! Um, you know, Thorne, we've talked about before on here that the vibe in there for a couple shows is kind of off, kind of weird. It was like the noise just kind of went up and you lost it or something we weren't really sure we, we just weren't getting we knew that the energy was there from the crowd but we for some reason wasn't uh translating to us and we weren't feeling it so much uh in the ring but that that was not the case uh this past weekend this past saturday at absolution uh, those fans were man they they came pumped up uh, and I think they stayed pumped up the entire night and it was fantastic. So uh, the big thanks to all of you for packing it out and just bringing all of that energy, uh, the entire evening. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, man, it just felt, felt so good, right? You know, absolution, our big show, uh, just the, <laughs> getting you know the people to come out like that and stay hot and be on board for everything that we are doing and you know kind of being along for the ride like that um man it was just it it, it was a an incredible night yeah uh you know first first time in three years that we get to have this event and uh man it just it felt special everything about the night felt special uh, between the matches and moments within the matches, you know, just just the, the matches in general, because as you've put out on, on social media, Thorne, you know, largely homegrown talent filled this card, and but every match still felt big, whether it was going into Absolution or as Absolution was happening, and those matches were occurring, and people were walking out, like everything just, it felt big. It felt big. We didn't have to bring in a ton of extra names, but uh, well, man, what's just, crazy uh, is you know you bring you bring Johnny you bring Johnny in, but like Johnny is also kind of a homegrown name too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. it really kind of fit the theme, honestly. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, and even uh, moments like bringing Gringo Loco back, right, as a surprise. Uh, and and for him then, he asked me for the mic. He's like, "Am I am I gonna get in trouble?" I said, ah, "Maybe we'll see." I said, "Maybe just make it quick." Uh, and him wanting to thank AIW and the fans for putting him on the map, really, uh, you know, that's special because people don't necessarily look at Gringo Loco as an AIW quote unquote homegrown guy, but man, this is where. If people, yeah, people, people just don't remember. Him. Yeah. Right. I mean, we were kind of the first people that gave him a, a shout outside of, you know, local Chicago Lucha shows. Uh, and, you know, he said, you know, he wanted to make sure people knew that he understands that, you know, he's not a name that, you know, is so quickly associated with AIW, but uh, in his mind, he is. 
Um, and he was, you know, very thankful for it. And, um, he wanted to say it, you know, he didn't tell me he was going to say that beforehand or anything, you know? And, uh, you know, he was, you know, one of, it's kind of crazy, but one of the few active, you know, wrestlers still available on the independence that was able to spend time with Chandler Biggins, you mm-hmm. know? So it was just a, a real special night for him. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. And, uh, two legs just chime in real quick because along with gringo loco was uh, a commander and i know yeah. you were sitting back there watching and and plus gringo loco i gotta imagine is is one of the first guys from when you were coming around maybe that that kind of stood out right Oh, yeah, he was on all those first shows and, you know, Lucha stuff, doing the flips and all that. A lot of times, you know, some of my first indie shows, those were big moments that stood out, especially because a lot of those scrambles were so hot. Some of those matches and all those shows, those scrambles were always wild as fuck. Um, but Lu- he, Gringo's always been a nice guy. He's always kind of said what's up. So, you know, I mean, I've known him for a while. Um, but even – and the funny thing is, too, he comes out to, like, a Drake song. And I went mm-hmm. over to him and I was like, "Are you going to come out? to you come out to Drake, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh no, no." He goes, "You got to, you got to play the Mr. Miyagi, you know. That's his <laughs> AIW, you know. That's what everyone knows him as." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because that's pro- what I kind of wanted to play. That's what I assumed. But when I looked on like the cage match thing, if I try to like pre see what they come out to, it didn't have yeah. that on there at all. And I don't even know what that song's called, so I didn't know like how to. It's called Mr. It. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aside from just saying that, I didn't really know what to say. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but Commander was. Whew, that dude was sweet as hell. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, multiple gifable moments, but the one that stands out, of course, is when he's just bounced on the middle rope, back to the top, to the middle, to the top. Like, I don't even know what to make of it. Everybody that's was losing crazy their minds. One. The rope walk one where he goes the whole length of the rope and does the big back moonsault is fucking insane as shit. Yeah. Uh, was he Was he worth the flight, John Thorne? I'm not going to say how much that flight was, but <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, and uh, I think it was worth it for the moments and the surprise. You know, um, it's kind of funny when he came out. There's a lot of people that, like, really didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who he was or what he could do. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it was very expensive, right? So I, I had given Gringo Loco the, the date a while ago. Uh, he double booked himself, um, and you know uh, it was local where he was booked for Warrior Wrestling or whatever. And then uh, they ended up canceling a bunch of their dates just for some reason. Mm-hmm. And you know he messaged me right away and he was like, "Hey, you know I'm available." So I'm like, "Well, uh, let me let me look." And he's like, "Oh, and I got this guy Commander and blah 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 and like." You know, we we work out this deal, and he's like, I was like, so like, where's he from? Chicago? You know, I thought he was like a Chicago lucha guy, like Gringo Loco was, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh no, he's from Mexico City. So uh, you can only imagine what a flight from Mexico City is with uh, about uh, five four days notice. But um, it was it was hefty, but you know, like tickets were doing well and. Um, you know what I mean? Absolution isn't necessarily about making a, a big profit. You know what I mean? It's more about creating those kind of moments and, um, you know, delivering a big show. So, you know, I ran some numbers and I went, you know what, like, fuck it, let's just do it. And, uh, you know, we were able to 
work it out and, you know, sneak them in. And, you know, nobody had any idea uh, that match was was going to happen. And, you know, we threw that together, you know, like I said, in about four, four days before Absolution. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun and exciting, and and what a way to kick off Absolution, and then just set the stage for all of the moments to come, and and you know, well, at some point we'll break down the whole show, um, but there's a lot a lot to talk about here on this episode, and we got we got a little bit of a hard sell here for our uh, Fonzie tournament coming up this weekend in Ashtabula, which there are still tickets available for folks, um, but you know, just some of the highlights, I think. Uh, that, that stick out, of course, you know, special moments. Tuan picking up the big um, uh, absolution win, you know. We talked about it last week, Two Legs and I, but, you know, some of these big debuts, like members only having a huge absolution debut, uh, you know, very special. The Duke entrance, of course. Uh, you know, Chuck Stone and his dad. Uh, yeah. It's just... So much of this, and uh, you know, it's worth getting your guys' opinion. You know, two legs again. This is largely a show built of guys that you can be familiar with from their day one. Yeah. And now here you are behind the curtain. What is that? Uh, you know, what was this like for you? We talked about last week. It's your first absolution. Uh, getting to see all of this and, and see all these guys have and achieve these big moments. Well, it was cool, obviously, for me, because, yeah, I've known these guys since they debuted and stuff like that as being a fan on the other side. And now when I'm in the back there, it's cool because it's not some random guy that's like, AIW is is built on guys and the people that have the belts are the people that have been around and come up through the system. So it's like, you know, it's cool to see guys that I saw debut now finally winning titles and stuff. And I'm getting to be the guy that, like, hits the music for them. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Are there, are there moments that stood out for you? Um, I, I, when his dad ran up to the guardrail like that, like, you know, we don't have the best view back there on the monitor. It's not, I think Gargano even said he walked back to, he's like, is that a phone? He's like, are we using somebody's phone? I was like, well, it's an iPad, but yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you can't, it's not the greatest view, but you could see his dad come up cause that bright red shirt too. You could just see how excited he was running to the guardrail when they, when they won those belts, man. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, Thorne, for you, with as we, we keep harping on these homegrown talents, uh, any, uh, you know, point, points of pride here watching these guys? Because, it, like you said to Pedro, you know, hey, man, we did this, we pulled this off, and we really did, but so did, so did all of that talent. They did it in just an incredible job. Um, uh, you know, uh, a, a little, you know, uh, another behind-the-curtain thing is um, Tuan was supposed to lose, Right. Uh, I just figured, you know, justice has been, you know, such an established champ, like uh, talent and multiple time, you know, held championships and all this other stuff. And Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, he's kind of he's fallen down the card, obviously, you know, because he's not available that often. But I still thought that, you know, he should win because he is, you know, one of the kind of the pillars of AIW. Uh, and you know, you always want to have, you don't want to just, you know, totally just bury somebody on the, you know, because they're not available. You know, justice is always going to be a commodity in the Cleveland area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, you know, Tuan having even a competitive match with him would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but when justice 
arrived and, you know, he saw the plan, he pulled me aside and he said, I want to put Tuan over. And I said, are you sure? And he said, yeah. He said, I'm sure. I think Tuan deserves it. And, uh, you know, I want to put him over. It's absolution. You know what I mean? This is about, this is about, you know, making new people. And uh, I want to do it for Tuan. And uh, I didn't argue it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, that's just kind of one of those things that uh, organically happens when, you know, you have such a tight-knit crew of people, right? You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. the, that doesn't necessarily happen, you know, if, you know, Justice is the guy coming in for the, you know, one match and, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, that was what he wanted to do. So, you know, I, it's that made me feel really, you know, just really good about everything, honestly. You know what I mean? It made me yeah. feel good for Tuan. It made me feel good for just in general for what we are doing. Um, you know, and then obviously, you know, the, the Chuck Stone and, you know, bulking season moment. Uh, I thought was incredible. Um, you know, a great story told over the last few months that some people probably didn't agree with at the time when there was all these scurry finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to get that genuine reaction, you know what I mean? That visceral reaction, like, out of his family, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that is, you know, that's, that's so great. You know, the main event, I mean, uh, you know, for... The almost a year we had been building this Cardona and Bishop match, right? And we were forced to change the main event with about, I don't know, six weeks notice, maybe not even. And for people to be so up for it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like two homegrown guys, you know, fighting for the belts, you know, I, we threw the stipulation in there as a surprise, obviously, to kind of spice it up a little bit. Because we didn't know if people were going to be on board with it or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I think they would have been – now, after the fact, I think they would have been on board with it, with or without the stipulation. But um, I thought that, you know, that was great. I mean, there's uh, – the whole day, you know, felt really good, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, uh, over 500 pre-sold tickets, like – uh, you know, there was just n- not too much to be worried and you know worried about on, on Saturday, and um, you know it's really just uh, because of the crew that we have, and you know everybody, you know what I mean, from the talent to the students to you know what I mean, everybody helping a- a- along the way. You know, it's a, it's I truly feel that AIW is a sports team. Uh, you know what I mean? We're yeah. tra- <laughs> It's, we're, we're, we're a team and you know sometimes you know people you know that aren't on the team come in and out and you know that's whatever but you know for the most part the core is a, is, is a sports team and we're all in it together and uh i thought that you know saturday really just highlighted that and you know to have people talking on twitter and you know what i mean just about this show that was virtually all homegrown uh, for the most part, other than a few things, like, uh, I just, you know, I, I thought it was great. And I hope that more people take notice of what we're doing and continue to support. Not only, you know, not every show is going to be a big show. That's not how we do it. 
you know, you got to kind of, I said this in the discord chat, you know, it's, it's not always popular to try to sprinkle in storylines Yeah, when you can do dream matches every, every month, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's tough water to, to navigate through. Um, but I think Saturday is a good proof, you know, that if you stay along for the ride, you, you know, you, you will enjoy the when when the big show comes around. Yeah, that payoff. And, yeah, and they're not always going to be big shows, but um, you know, it's uh, I don't know. I was I was very happy with it, and um, I, I I hope you know people realize like, hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't skip a show. You know what I mean? Maybe I should kind of try to you know come along for the whole ride. And, uh, you know, now coming out of Absolution, you know, we, we got a couple fun shows coming up that are, are going to be a little bit looser and, and, and more fun um, to, to close out the summer. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm just I'm, I'm very happy with the whole thing. I think Saturday, too, was a very solid stamp on the career of Derek Dillinger that he can he can be a main event guy and he can hold his own and and you know because Josh has been having some you know he's held the belts he's had a lot of great main events Josh has been around doing his thing it was nice to see another longtime homegrown AIW guy Derek Dillinger get a chance to really show that he you know that he's he's a main event guy too and he can he can hold his own he can put on a great match stipulation I I said some of the little things that Derek does is so are so great like. Ziggy with her costume, like the, you know, with the mid, it was like a tribute to that Midsummer movie, like that, there's a lot of things that they did, like subtle shit that, that I think adds a lot to a big show oh, that, like that. That whole outfit was so unsettling, if anybody has not seen that movie. It's, yeah, you know. yeah, right, exact, but it's a very, it's subtle too, though, and it's like a very subtle nod to certain things like that, that adds to that big show end of the year like i'm saying it's all i don't know i think that all adds together i don't know to me i think that was and i'll shout out to everybody you know a couple people you know uh, put together special entrances because they felt it was the big show yeah uh and i thought it was cool you know what i mean there were some you know there there were some people that you know kind of you know said oh you know i don't know this seems kind of corny or cheesy or whatever and i said who cares? Let people enjoy themselves and have fun. If they want to do it, they earned they earned it. It's not taken away from anything. You know what I mean? Like let everybody go out and do it if they want to do it. And uh, several people did. Yeah, I mean the yeah the the Bitcoin boys with their private security. Oh, they had a uh, whole yeah whole choreography and stuff. <laughs> the uh, the road warrior entrance with the shoulder pads for. Uh, a bulking season. Uh, yeah, I mean, just great stuff. You know, that's what it's supposed to be about, Absolution, right? You're supposed to really get into it. Uh, it's supposed to be special. So you do the entrances and things that maybe you otherwise wouldn't be able to. Um, you know, it, I mean, Dom, Christ, we, you know, you talk about special, uh, you know, star making matches and things. Dom was incredible. Um, but I'm just gonna say this—that's a a coming of age match, I think, for Casey Carrington. Oh yeah, right. You know, I mean, he was holding his own in that dog collar match, and I think showing people that, hey, you know, this this young kid is here, and uh, and he and he's got something. But in, in terms of, entry, and that's what I mean, yeah. you know. And that was kind of my thought process, similar to. 
you know, my original idea for Tawana Justice. You know, everybody can't win. But, um, you know, some of these people, you know what I mean? There, There is a lot of fan fandom to be earned in a loss at the same time. You yeah, know what I mean? On absolutely. this show and, and what they did. And uh, I think that they, Casey was another one, you know, that took it seriously and, and tried to put his best foot forward. And, um, you know, they had a little special entrance. They came out as the, the Dudley, Dudley boys. Yeah. You know, they they did ask me way too late in the game. They did want, ask if, you know, I would book Joel Gertner for, for them, which was just, it was way too last minute <laughs> or else maybe I would have considered it. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever it, 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 it was, you know, they had fun, they enjoyed themselves. And, uh, you know, I thought that everybody delivered, um, you know, great performances on Saturday night. Yeah. Dom coming out to uh Fleetwood back, you know, chain, like just perfect, uh, for, for that match and everything. Uh, just, yeah, so many. And, and even, uh, Cardona playing his role so well, like, you know, people don't necessarily realize, and I'm listening to people and get mad that he's out there talking, 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 but he really cut down how long that break would have been uh, for them to set up the barbed wire because he just kept talking and giving them as much time as he possibly could. Uh, and, and that's such a, a small nuanced thing that I don't think people realize. Uh, and that's, I mean, the guy's a professional, you know, uh, I'm just sitting there watching him like, this is unbelievable. Like he's just going to keep going as long as he can and give everybody time. And it was great. It was, it was perfect. It was exactly what we needed out of him in that moment. Um, all right. Should we look forward here to the Fonzie, uh, tournament? Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's look forward. Let's look forward. Uh, one big note that was recently announced, uh, as we talk about people who return at Absolution and maybe appearing this weekend, uh, he's not in the tournament, but he will be uh, in action. Is Tim Donst? So always fun to him, have him back in the fold, and you're going to get him uh, two weeks in a row as he will be at the first annual Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament in non-tournament action. But uh, this is happening this week, Ashtabula. Uh Thorne, what's the website? Is for for tickets is it, is it through us can they get tickets still or uh do they have to go through great lakes they um so it's posted on all of our socials it's on eventbrite they're, they're also gonna have tickets available at the door this uh this saturday um the kind of festivities kick off at 2 p.m um i will let mr two legs run down that schedule here in a second but um yeah, so you know, there's going to be all sorts of vendors and different things going on throughout the day, uh, and then the live uh, wrestling show, the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament, uh, will kick off right around 5 p.m. and uh, go roughly till 7:30 or 8 o'clock. You know, we'll be racing against the sun a little bit there, but um, yeah. So uh, you can find the ticket link and all the AW socials. Um, Great Lakes Geek Fest on Facebook. Um, yeah, you know, uh, they are hoping, you know, to, to move uh, quite a bit more tickets. You know, there's it's because it is such a large facility. Um, so, you know, they're not turning anybody away on Saturday. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's no fear of a sellout or anything like that. Like a usual AW show, the, the venue in Ashtabula is gigantic. 
they want as many people out there as they can humanly get uh, to show up to that facility. It's, uh, I don't know, what would you say, about a 45-minute drive from Cleveland, depending on where you're at. Yeah. Uh, roughly. Roughly. Uh, yeah, so, you know, let's uh, come out. We're going to – they're going to have beer for sale. They they were able to get a beer truck. Uh, there's going to be food trucks out there, uh, vendors, different, you know, activities going on throughout the day. Two legs, do you got that uh, tentative schedule? Yeah, and then last year, cause I don't know if this is – I guess cut me off if, I'm, if this is not allowed, but they had that big area where they let us park and, like – you could get there earlier. People were just hanging out. They we they brought like food and stuff, like a cooler of like you know food and drink stuff. People were hanging out kind of before all the stuff started too. I'm sure that's probably allowed again this year. I don't think. Well, they I don't know if we're gonna formally uh, advertise that too much, but I just mean in know. general for like the the fest, like the doors <laughs> open at like uh, what time does the gate open? Two o'clock. Oh, okay. See, I think I thought last year it opened a little bit earlier. I guess sorry, you could cut that out if you want. Um, the, the schedule for as far as it goes right now, um, we have Wrestling Cheer starting at 2.10. Uh, it, PVD, Pod Van Dam will start at 3.10. At odds at 4.10, kind of going in that order. Um, I don't really have, you know, I'm not going to give specific out times just in case anybody, you know, goes a little under, a little over. Um, but we may be sprinkling some other stuff in between there. There may be some dark matches in between there. There may be some AIW school demo type stuff. Um, but it's all kind of a work in progress. Uh, we've never really done a big outdoor thing like this, especially with the pod stuff in between. So um, it's all going to be a little bit of a, you know, like kind of as we go thing. And um, there's no. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Nope. Finish. Oh, okay. We had the uh, the live wrestling show. Like I said, starts bell time starts at five. And then we're going to do uh, this show. AIW, the card is going to change directly after the wrestling show. And so what I was going to say, we also have, uh, what we, we didn't do last year, is some fun interactive stuff for people. Uh, for instance, we will have an area in which you basically can cut your own wrestling promo, and we're going to record it. Um, and so I think we settled on some other things as well, if I'm not mistaken. I know that was one of the big ones. Shout them out. What do you got? Uh, that's I, I was all I could remember off the top of my head, I you know? Yeah. Uh, trying to remember what else we had. There's a backstage interview, right? Or is that along the same lines? It's kind of along the same lines. You know, uh, they're also um, Bushwhacker Luke will be there signing autographs. Yes. Uh, Doug Gilbert and Full Nightmare Freddy Get Up will be there uh, for the meet and greet. And Fonzie will also be participating in meet and greet. Uh, as well as, you know, all, all the different uh, AIW, you know, wrestlers and personalities will be popping around, um, you know, throughout the afternoon. Um you're probably going to see some people pop on to some of these podcasts live throughout the day and maybe get, uh, you know, uh, some content that you, you normally wouldn't, you know, expect at a live wrestling show. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think there's uh, all sorts of different things that we can do. Uh, I did pitch uh, my Dunk the Duke idea, but it was uh, denied by the organizers. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, if ever there Printing was a, money. the right moment, yeah. Yeah, that got shot down. Especially after that so, thrown yeah, entrance, people would really, you know what I mean? Oh, people are really going to want to dunk yeah, it. That's true. Yeah, that's money on the table, man. And I'm sure, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, all sorts of, uh, <coughs> all sorts of, um, you know, people popping on the live uh, AIW podcast at the end of the night. Uh, so, you know, it should be a fun time. Yeah, I would... Um you know, venture to say that perhaps, perhaps we have the winner 
of the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament on there. So uh, you never know, folks. But yeah, come on out. There's so much other fun. There's uh, just fun activities throughout the day. And then, of course, the tournament and everything starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, we've got eight competitors, right? So four first-round matchups. Yeah, and, and, you yeah. know, just just to break it down for everybody, you know, they have tickets starting at as low as $20. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few front-row tickets remaining, uh, and floor tickets, and what I would recommend if you want you want to get a floor ticket, which is or, or classified on their Eventbrite as a ringside ticket, because the GA is in bleachers that are pr- going to be pretty far, pretty far away from the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I would re- recommend you know springing the couple bucks for the floor seats, um, front row fifty dollars. You're going to see some violence. Um, very similar to Saturday, I would imagine. So, um, yeah, come on out and, uh, you know, let's uh, listen, you, you have to support these, you know, these organizers, you know, uh, they are bringing us to a, a new area because they want a good professional wrestling show to come to Ashtabula County. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And they are putting it, you know they're putting it all on the line to bring us out there, and um, you know they've uh, you know found us a great facility. You know everybody that was there last year, I think, had a really good time. Um, and you know I hope that this year is more successful for them. You know honestly, um, you know that they really want to make this a yearly thing, and you know that is, you know, as everything that really depends on you know how it is attended and. Um, you know, I know they are hopeful to to sell more tickets before Saturday, and uh, hopefully, you know, this is uh, it, last week. You know, I didn't even come on for the hard sell, so you know, <laughs> let's. This is a real hard sell. Yeah. Um, you know, they they really need they really needed the support Saturday, um, and you know, if 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 this works, this becomes the model for us to do similar things in different areas. Um. And if you want another hardcore tournament show, you know, you got to come out and support it on Saturday, you know, because this is also, you know, kind of the make or break if we're ever going to do something like that again. Um, well, we've, you know, we've already of, uh, dubbed it an annual tournament, which is a whole other thing for me. Typically, it's the inaugural tournament, but <laughs> but let's get ahead of ourselves. And, and we're doing that because we're hard selling this to you. It's going to become an annual tournament, but only if you people show up. And that's what we well, it might to be revert to the in, in, inaugural <laughs> <laughs> one and only Here's uh, a point that should be stressed real quick we didn't say this enough i didn't really sell this to when i said the lineup add out with wrestling joe sposto you know how many joe times sposto. people tell me hey or so you hear people say come on bring joe back to cleveland get joe in cleveland get him out here we're bringing him back he's doing a live show you get to hear his show you listen to every week add outs with wrestling him and adam van the man adam van they're gonna do the show. Diamond Joe. Yeah, they're gonna. Diamond Joe's coming back, dude. Right? Exactly. That's th- which is what I'm most honestly, which I am most excited for. If I'm being honest, yeah, I haven't seen Joe in. It's to see Joe. I haven't seen Joe since uh, Chandler's funeral. I don't think. That's what I was gonna say. Five like five years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be great to have Joe back uh, in the fold. And hey, who knows? Maybe you'll get some classic uh, LFC style uh, commentary. If you I'm going to try to twist his arm a little bit. Watch this back later on. It's not going to stream live, folks. We're going to be out in the middle of nowhere. There's no Wi-Fi there. Uh, so the only way to actually watch this as it happens is to be there. That's why you want to get these tickets. Uh, 
But let's get into the tournament a little bit itself. First and foremost, John Thorne, what does a tournament winner get? They get a they get a belt, and then uh, they get the match of their choosing, which you would assume would be a title match at WrestleRager. So, but they already get to hold on to a title. They are already. I think I don't know if everybody. Fully but I knows think this. You, you know we haven't we haven't really discussed it. But I think it maybe be more of a trophy title. I we have not officially made a decision on if it will be a defendable title mm-hmm. or not. It may be one, and then you know it's just kind of uh, a, a trophy, so to speak, uh, and then. If it does become annual, which I guess I did get a little bit ahead of myself in the uh, advertising of this event, uh, then we would put it up again next year. But it's also not totally decided just yet. Okay, you know, it's it's so kind of it almost be like um, a, a work in progress, like a like a crowning achievement. Like when Steve lists people's credentials, you know, and he would also say, "And the twenty whatever winner of the you know the Bill yeah. Alfonso Hardcore." So it's not like they're carrying this belt around. It would almost just be. I get that. I kind of like that. Yeah, they like could carry. Idea. They may carry it around. We don't know for the like year. Very, I'm thinking very similar to like a Jaylet win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Biggins main. Cup win. Right. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, here are your competitors, folks. You've got Nightmare Freddy, Kaplan, Wes Barkley, Madman Pondo, Derek Dillinger, Hoodfoot, Levi Everett, and Ultramantis Black. And uh, what a hell of a lineup that is. Uh, there are people on here that we've all seen before, and we've all seen do some serious damage. Uh, and then, you know, you get some wild cards in there, some some fun throwbacks. Uh, yeah, That's like... That's another name, though, that guys that we had one time at one of those Winchester shows, which you should come out to, that everybody loved. And here you are bringing the thorns, bringing them back again, man. Hoodfoot. People love that, yep. dude. Yep. Yeah, I tried to make it kind of um, an attraction, you know, to, so people do come out and travel out to this show. You know, it's it, it's not, uh, you know, it's not going, it's not happening in Cleveland. You know what I mean? It's not happening in Akron. We wanted to kind of put names on here that, you know, you, you don't see that often, uh, if at all, and, um, you know, try to make it an attraction. You know, the the organizers were very uh, adamant that they wanted the money to go towards talent uh, that our fan base wants would want to see that they don't necessarily always get to see. Uh, that's what they wanted their money to go towards, uh, and that's what we put it towards. And I think this lineup is is a very good example of uh, you know trying to put our best foot forward. You know, and uh, there's a lot of big shows going on this weekend. You know what I mean? We're up against Starcast, and uh, we were up against another show that did cancel in Niles. But um, you know, I'm hopeful people come out this weekend because we did uh, try to put our best foot forward for the you know what this event is supposed to be, which is a hardcore tournament. Uh, you know what I mean? Ultramantis, yeah. Nightmare Freddy, Madman Pondo, Hoodfoot, Levi Everett. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, there's a lot of great stuff uh, that is lined up for Saturday. And, um, you know, I, I just hope people come out and support it. Why yeah. do you get to see Ultramantis Black? 
that's fucking, that's never. another one. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like seriously. Never. Unless you're going to the Lehigh Valley. Which yeah. is a great trip, but he don't even wrestle there that often. Like, the last time I think I can I can even think that Ultramantis was on a card was that WrestleMania show however long ago when he wrestled that weird Christmas hardcore match against Nick Gage in, like, 2019. There you go. I can't you even not remember seen... the last show other than that he was on. You're not seeing a lot of Man Man Pondo unless you go to uh, Gathering of the Juggalos, which is a whole other thing. But, uh, you know, on top of... Steve, we are going. (laughs) We are returning to the Gathering of the Juggalos. You heard it here first, folks. Um, You know, and then on top of... We'll we'll break down who's uh, fighting who in the tournament, but Josh Bishop was originally supposed to be a part of this, winning both uh, titles last Saturday. He is removed from the tournament because was he going to have a match against himself or whatever? But we want to make it interesting. Uh, but as my, it's my understanding that uh, Joshua Bishop still wants to fight this coming Saturday, and he will be in action as well. Is that correct? Yeah, he's gonna. He, he will be in non-tournament action, uh, as will uh, several others. You know, you got to break up the tournament a little bit. Uh, Isaiah Broner will be in action. Dominic Greeny will be in action. Um, you, you know, uh, as well as uh, a few others that, uh, you know, we're, we're working on and we're working our way through the card. And like uh, Two Lakes said, we're going to also try, you know, as long as we get this these live podcasts going without a hitch, you know, to break, to break up the day, you know, we're also probably going to throw some bonus matches out there that won't make it on any sort of video release. Uh, as far as you know, on IWTV or anything like that, maybe eventually on Patreon or something. But uh, we're we're gonna try to throw some extra matches out there throughout the day as well. That uh, you, you you know you may not get to see it all on video. You know we may not even record them to be honest with you. And so I've only <laughs> so the way the uh, the tournament breaks down, we're gonna have four first round matchups, and then from there the finals is just going to be a hardcore four way. Uh, so. Win, win your match in the first round, and you're in the final. That it's as simple as that. Um, and I imagine a lot of that thought is because this, look, this is a hardcore tournament. These guys are going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try to save their their bodies as much as we we're able to, uh, and that's kind of what's going on here. But let me run down what some of these matches are. Uh, leading off with Nightmare Freddy taking on Ultramantis Black. Holy uh, shit. People love people love when shit gets weird at AIW. Uh, that's pretty freaking awesome and weird, right? So imagine you want to know how and you want to know how you get Ultramantis Black to wrestle. You put him in there with Nightmare Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, uh, you got yeah. people got to come out to that. Like, think about that as as a person like you said. I know this. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but as a person who used to be a fan, now the other side of it. If I was not working this shit, I would be like, are you guys kidding me right now? Like, Nightmare Freddy versus Ultramanus Black. Where does it take this money and where do I got to go? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and then we've got Madman Pondo taking on Levi Everett. Oh, no. So you want to talk about crazy right there? I mean, there you go. We've seen Levi get crazy. Uh, and this is going to be a whole other level because... Pondo, after look seeing him last year at the gathering, uh, I don't know. At least when it comes to hardcore, that slowing down is in his vocabulary. No, I mean Pondo goes hard every time. Um, you know what I mean? A true legend of this style of wrestling. Um, you know, deathmatch or hardcore, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Man Man Pondo is an OG. He's been doing it since you know 
the the 90s. Um, it doesn't seem like he's slowing down at all. Um, recently lost a shit ton of weight. I don't know if anyone followed that weight loss challenge, but uh, no. you know, recently <laughs> lost quite a bit of weight, and uh, you know he uh, he's he's very motivated. He's ready to go. So. Um, you know, uh, the air conditioner in his car also broke recently, so hopefully you buy a little bit of merch from him on Saturday. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you didn't hear anything about that, Steve? Yeah, I did. It just, okay. <laughs> sometimes you just got to let Thorn be Thorn and sidestep some things to stay on track. Uh, <laughs> the show gets off the rails enough. Uh, our, our, what a challenge is all one of the other One of the other matches that we have, and uh, I mean... If we haven't sold you on it this so far, and you're someone that comes to our shows regularly, and you're like, all right, we got some throwbacks here, but what about the current guys? How about Kaplan versus Hoodfoot? That's it. Two words. Kaplan, Hoodfoot. Part two. Part two. I mean, this time with weapons. uh, Insane. Who knows what could happen in that? Uh, Just two big behemoths. Kaplan coming off, of course, uh, a crazy... uh, victory at at absolution uh i don't want to spoil it but i will you know a little bit tim dots making a mistake a little bit of uh kaplan just capitalizing and, and doing his thing so i don't know if you want to call it an upset but big win for for cap at absolution 15 and so uh, much so you know what i mean like uh everybody in the back we thought they saw it a different way you know what i mean we thought we thought danced won and uh, luckily, you know, the, the ref was able to, you know, uh, make the right call and, um, you know, huge win for Kaplan. Yeah. And you'd it, have to imagine, though, you'd have to imagine they want to run that back eventually. You would think so. Yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe one uh, maybe one last ride for Tim Dons, uh against, against Kaplan again. We'll see. Uh, and then our final first round matchup is a rematch of the Biggins Cup Tournament final Wes Barkley Derek Dillinger uh if you did not watch the Biggins Cup last year uh, about this same time we did that uh it was our culmination of our series go for broke these two had a hellacious brawl of a match and put it all out there on the line and I I mean I got to imagine that this is uh this will be no exception. Now I, you got to imagine though, Derek. I mean, I was I saw say, Derek. Yeah. I saw Derek on Sunday, and his he was his forehead was still bleeding. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, on Sunday, and he is. Uh, I was with Derek recently. I saw He's him. He's very he, worse for wear. Right yeah, now. he is beaten up. I saw him limping around. Uh, I told him, "Hey, man, Fifty Cent got shot t- nine times. He don't walk with a limp." And so neither should you. Wes is Wes is a little messed up though too you know yeah uh two duke drivers you know, not duke even no and not that's not even like kayfabe that's like you know he definitely jarred his neck a little bit um and then <laughs> he also got destroyed by the barbed wire like absolutely oh, yeah. destroyed at the end um wouldn't even leave his house on sunday <laughs> so you know uh I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. But you have to think that Derek has a little bit of an advantage here, but I don't know. Maybe this is going to bring a little bit something out in Wes. 
yeah, a little bit of retribution maybe for, for both of them. A, I mean, the fact that they're going to, I mean, certainly for Derek from the standpoint of, all right, he finishes number two to Wes last year at the Biggins Cup. And then at Absolution, Wes comes out and takes out Ziggy, which is kind of what was giving Derek the upper hand. And so a little bit of that may be costing Derek two titles right now. But then Derek lays one in on Wes, toss him into the barbed wire, Imagine Wes wants some retribution for that. So, uh, I, you know, it's crazy to say, but while that may be, um, I, I mean, all these first-round matchups are very intriguing, but while that one may have the most behind it in terms of the two individuals going against each other, man, I could also see the two of them wearing each other out and, and advantage to everybody else in that final. Just the thought. Wins, I mean, you never know. Beat like, the shit, kind of. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's the thing why I kind of like the four-way format is guys are still going to have something left in the tank for that for that big main event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to get destroyed, you know, going through multiple rounds, which, you know, there's, there's pluses and minuses to that format, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I think people are going to have a little bit more left in the tank, you know, for a big main event as opposed to, you know going through an additional round um and it, it, a little bit more intriguing you know what i mean yeah it could be anybody's anybody's ball game there um so yeah you know i'm i'm actually really excited about it um just uh, a little day drinking a little uh death matching slash hardcore wrestling you know what i mean like yeah uh, you know and a nice Nice uh, July Saturday afternoon. I mean, what's what's better than that, right? I mean, I'm 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 super pumped for it. Um, also, um, I w- I was informed via text message that there there will be a limited amount of um, Freddy Krueger masks available oh. to be signed. Oh, uh, by Doug Gilbert himself and a couple. You know, kind of uh, toy Freddy gloves and one like legitimate metal one, I believe. Ooh. You know that would you know obviously be a little bit higher end. Sure. What do they call um, that movie quality or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the movie pr- film quality film prop. Quality. <laughs> uh, I mean, I gotta check. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Obviously, Saturday, but it sounds pretty legit. Um, you know, I can't imagine that Nightmare Freddy's got too many more trips to uh, northeast ohio in them so i would certainly take advantage uh if you could um even if he does who like who could he wrestle better than ultraman is black like that matchup I mean, right exactly. there is i don't think it gets any bigger than yeah that. that's that's it that's that's the match dude come on out <laughs> yeah that's insane uh i mean this whole thing is just nuts uh it's, also listen if you have ever enjoyed drunk John Thorne on commentary. Imagine John Thorne day drinking, then sitting through uh, this tournament, and then, oh, by the way, we're going to podcast afterwards. Yeah, that probably wasn't well thought out on my, <laughs> my end. 
<laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> we'll see, you know, over. Uh, you know, we talked about prop pets last week, Ronald Two Legs. Uh, what's your over under for how many uh, either backyard crushers or Tito's waters that John Thorne maybe sucks down? I say we start with Tito's and water because then we can get the water and really hydrate, and then you go. You got to hydrate. Yeah, you got to, and then go to the crusher. But man, I got a, I got a, a designated driver for this as well. Like I'm, I'm playing. I'm bringing a cooler with like some Gatorades in there and some water. Who is, who is that? Who is that designated driver? Uh, Edward. Because I may need a designated driver myself. You could jump in with, you know, if you just need a ride or whatever, you could jump in back if you need a ride, But because I'll have room in the truck. But, yeah, I'm, I got a DD. <laughs> Thorne, are you willing to ride in a car with Pod Van Ed? He'd be driving the car. You could abuse like, like You know, you can say he'd have to do, he has to do whatever he wants. Oh, boy. It's <laughs> a risky. That is that's quite the conundrum. Quite the uh you know, it's my truck. Know. It's not like he's going to be in charge of the radio or anything like that. What's that called? The Sophie's Choice or whatever? You know <laughs> what I mean? Drive home drunk or have Ed drive you. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it, you never know. You want to see how it all shakes out, folks. There's only yeah. one way to do it. You really, you really <laughs> rethinking uh, allowing all the old Pod Van Dam crew into this uh, menagerie of uh, craziness or what here? Yeah, what well, We'll see what happens. What, do you, I mean, you don't have to reveal it, but you guys know what you're going to do for uh, your live? Yeah, oh yeah. We're going to do the show plus some other stuff. The other stuff you might want to show up for. <laughs> it's going to be... Yeah, some uh, other stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, a little bit of other stuff. There's some people on the card. Uh, you know, we, we booked some people. We did some things. We booked some people. People pay us money, okay? Believe it or not, people pay us money, and uh, we take that money, and uh, maybe we did something with it. I don't know. Wow. You right. booked some people. Booked some people. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Uh, Wrestling Cheers has some fun stuff in store, I believe, too. Uh, some interactive type things that they, they plan on doing for the live audience. So, um, And then, I, yeah. Steve and I are just probably going to be a little drunk, and we're going to make people come on and talk until uh, they tell us. We have to leave. I think. Am I, I'm. I'm going to definitely be drunk. Am I invited? Am I, was this? Is that going to be a three way? Am I coming out on that one as well? Am I doing double duty that day or what? Uh, I mean, it depends on how many mics you got. It depends on your mic setup, but I guess so. Yeah, we um, we do our best podcasting drunk. I think John Thorne, don't we? <laughs> People always seem to be entertained by it. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I don't know. <laughs> How long is uh, how long do you think everyone really go? fucking loved when I wasn't on last week? So who knows? <laughs> oh, so listen, come to Ashabula because this may be that may be the last time you ever hear John Thorne on the card is going to change. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> it's his swan song. Uh, one I'm last never ride. Invited on again. One last ride on the card is going to change. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts here, gentlemen? Get your tickets, folks. I'll yeah, tell you that get much. Your tickets. Go to our social media; um, it's posted everywhere. A at AI Wrestling. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of can't miss type shit here. Joe Sposto, Ultraman is black. Nightmare Freddy. I mean, there's a lot of shit on this card. Bushwhacker Luke. I mean, Bushwhacker honestly, Luke. you know, yeah, Bushwhacker Luke. I think that's gonna be fucking pretty cool to hang out with Bushwhacker Luke. Hell honestly, yeah. I mean, he's he's probably been on every, you know, like whatever indie, you know, for the last thirty years, but. Uh, you know, I mean, the dude's got to have some good stories to, you know, to, to sit back and listen to, you know, that's yeah. like, 
half the fun, right? I mean, you know, uh, especially him and Fonzie together, who are pretty tight. Uh, I think it's going to make for uh, a cool day. And Doug Gilbert, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just think of, that's what I'm really looking forward to is like all of these just, you know, I love when these old timers are just brothering out, telling old war stories, you know what I mean? Oh, you can just great. kind of be a fly in the wall and listen to it all. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm, I'm pretty pumped for all that. I'm trying to think the last time that we had Doug Gilbert in. Was it when he, he was, was only in once in 2015 jail it. That was it when he was nightmare Freddy. That's all right. He was Doug Gilbert in the first round and yeah. then he was uh, nightmare Freddy, uh, on day two. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So but he did a bunch of Cleveland all pro, uh, shows, yeah. you know, I, I found some old posters. I, I don't know how they're going to look, but, um, I'm trying to print up like f- five. I found this like old poster from like Cleveland all pro 1997 on Facebook, I don't know if, how it'll turn out when it's, you know, blown up, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot and, and, and see, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he did a, a bunch of GT shows throughout the years. So I found two um, posters. You know, they're just like text posters, but some of the, sometimes that stuff just looks really cool and vintage. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully they turn out good. I just, you know, ordered them in uh, 11 by 14 to see how they look. So if they look good, pick one up. There you go. Uh, you know, I think that's going to do it for us here. Uh, we, we need to see more of you at Ashabula. Uh, this is going to be an amazing tournament. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous, plus all the non-tournament action, plus all the other random fun happening throughout the day. Like, you know, if you're an independent wrestling fan or just a wrestling fan, what a day to just come out and enjoy yourself really Even if you're not a wrestling fan which oh, i don't yeah. know why why you'd be listening to this podcast if you weren't right but uh if you if you aren't i think regardless it's gonna make for a a pretty fun day so you know if you have any civilian friends that just like to have fun this would probably be the show you know uh, to bring them to I, i'd imagine it's gonna be in the vein of a wrestle rager in just a bigger space mm-hmm. you know that's the vibe we're going for on saturday um, kind of, you know, like a 0.5 Russell Rager, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I think that, uh, you know, and that's why I was so kind of on them about trying to secure, um, an alcohol permit at, at the venue, because you need that, I think for, for a day of, uh, hardcore wrestling, you know what I mean? You need some drinks no doubt, and some, some blood and some, you know, uh, just some good old fashioned fun, uh, in this weird like fairgrounds <laughs> somebody like somebody getting smashed grandstand somebody getting smashed through like a table or like a guitar on their head or like a cookie sheet just hits different when you've had like six budweiser's you know what i'm saying oh yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> and, uh and let's not forget guys you know right around the corner is allegedly the world's best burger so i think we all gotta stop uh That's at whatever word. that place oh, is yeah. called Oh yeah, the that world's is the word. best yeah. burger. It says on that side. And and also, friendly reminder, folks. Uh, this is the event last year. Uh, Kaplan got ran over by a U-Haul. Yeah. Get hit by a truck. So, and not to knows? say, and not to say, you know, uh, not to bring the kind of fun of the day down, but uh, Saturday would be Chandler mm-hmm. Biggins' fortieth birthday. Yep. Um, I know that his mom is coming and, and you know, Daddy. his brother, I assume, and s- some of the other family members, uh, because it, you know, it is his birthday. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind, you know, come out, 
support them. You know, Patty loves hearing Chandler stories and, um, you know, talking to everybody and taking pictures with people. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough day for her, you know, obviously. Um, so, you know, uh, keep that in mind when, when you're out there and you see Patty on Saturday. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it, it is Chandler's birthday this Saturday. He would have uh, turned 40 years old. Uh, and, you know, that had a lot to do with, you know, what we put together as well, you know, because uh, he would love just a day of, you know, hardcore weapon filled wrestling uh, at a fairgrounds. You know, that's just the kind of shit that he loved. Uh, a little story, you know, segue is I don't think I don't think it was I think it was near Columbus. I would really have to look it up. It may have been an Ashtabula fairgrounds, though. Um, a long, long time ago, we saw Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich reunite as a tag team in what was an abandoned airplane hangar oh, um, for Cle- for this weird Cleveland All Pro show. Uh, and the only reason why I think it may have been in Ashtabula is because one of the shows was named like something Elm Street because it was on Elm Street. Uh, so I would have to do a little bit of uh, research on that, but. Yeah, man, just uh, it, I don't want to end it kind of on a somber note, but, uh, you know, I wanted everyone to know, you know, Saturday uh, would be Chandler's 40th birthday. So, you know, just uh, keep that in mind, uh, you know, be there for Patty and, and, and everyone else. You know, they she does so much for all the talent, mm-hmm. um, you know, providing the medical services and, and all that, uh, you know, she's going to. You know, she. I, I think Saturday. You know, we need her. You know, every other day, but I think on Saturday she's going to need us a little bit. So yeah, well uh, said. Everyone, keep that in mind. Wear, yeah, wear all, your Megan shirts. Yeah, all the more reason to uh, honestly to come out and party with us because it, what a freaking celebration! Uh, this whole day, there's so much stuff that uh, you know that Biggins would love. I mean, Nightmare Freddy, hardcore wrestling. Uh, wrestling podcast, Pondo, Mad Mad Pondo, Pondo, Joe Sposto again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all sorts of Walter Mantis. I mean, all, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You know, is, um, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that was put together for him, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously I wasn't gonna, I, I didn't want to say that from the jump, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this day is a lot for him. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, um, Patty has a good day, you know. Uh, it's going to be tough for all of us, you know what I mean? Because it's 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 kind of weird because you know you think about him all the time, but yeah. then you know when a, once you realize it's his birthday, it kind of really it, it hits a little different. Yep, yep, no doubt about it. Uh, I mean, that's you know nothing nothing more to say, folks. Uh, get your get your tickets. Come out to this. It's going to be a hell of a, a wrestling show and tournament. Uh, so much other fun, and and, and now you, you've heard it there. What kind of uh, the background is for us in terms of us having a day of, of celebration really is what we're we're trying to make this out to be. So um, I know that there are so many people that enjoyed Biggins uh, either on this podcast or uh, at AIW shows, and he's a big part of why you you came to AIW and, and keep coming to AIW. Uh, so come on out to this one uh, and and let's. Uh, man let's celebrate big guy and and just have a hell of a time doing it uh so that being said 
We hope to see so many of you this weekend in Ashtabula. Again, uh, go to Great Lakes Geek Fest on Facebook. You can find them. They've got the ticketing there. It's on Eventbrite. You can also go to uh, any any of our social media at AI Wrestling, and you'll find ticket links as well. Anything else, guys? Thorne? Final? Good? No. Nope. Good? That's it. All right. For Ronald Two Legs, for John Thorne, uh, my name is Steve Guy. If we don't see you this weekend, we will talk to you. Well, there will be, uh, I presume, a new episode of The Card is going to change next week. It may or may not be what happens live this weekend. We'll see. Uh, but we'll talk to you next time right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. <laughs>